Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. A free man, but not a wholly innocent man. Valentino Dixon. My faith is strong. And that God always, he tests all of us. Incarcerated for 27 years for a murder he didn't commit. Mr. Dixon is not an innocent man. Mr. Dixon is innocent of the shooting. Valentino Dixon emerges from the courthouse as his mother awaited. Right now I don't have no words. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716, a New York prison artist who never played golf but became known for drawings of lush courses he could only imagine, was set free in Buffalo Wednesday after authorities agreed he didn't commit the murder that put him behind bars for nearly three decades. An Erie County court judge granted a prosecutor's request that murder, attempted murder, and assault charges in Valentino Dixon's case be set aside an hour after another man pleaded guilty in the 1991 shooting death of Toriano Jackson in Buffalo. Dixon walking out of the courthouse and hugged by jubilant relatives. This is Dixon. It's been a long time. Yes, it has. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Including his mom and also a family spokesperson and close friend, per se, Betty Jean Grant. Talk about that moment in the courtroom when you heard that he was going to be exonerated. Wow. I just, right now I don't have no words. Yeah, I'm a friend of family, and uh, Barbara has, from day one, believed, knew that her son was innocent. From day one, we believed he was innocent. And when Lamar Scott confessed, and no one paid attention to that confession, we wondered, would just ever be served? Would Tino Valentino ever be released? Because we knew. We knew that he didn't do it. And so finally, this community knows that he didn't do it. And finally, justice has been served. And Mr. Scott, it takes, it takes a man. I know what he did was absolutely horrible. But he could have kept quiet and let an innocent man die in prison. But he did not. So justice was served in two cases. Mr. Scott was able to own that, that crime. And Tino's able to become free because he didn't do it. So justice for both those guys was served today. And the family, justice was served today. How did you stay motivated for 27 years? How did you keep him motivated? Um, my faith and prayer. My faith. Yep. And he stayed motivated by painting. I have a, a picture of him that I brought. I couldn't bring it in here. He stayed motivated in prison, waiting for his turn for justice by painting. And so uh, he's a gifted painter, 
and now the world can be able to see that. Yes. Right. He said it gave him peace. And there, from the time he was four years old, I came home one day and I saw this drawing at four, and I said, you couldn't even trace that. He said, I didn't, I drew it. I said, well, you sit here and draw it again in front of me. <laughs> okay, because it was amazing at four. And he wrote me letters while he was in prison, and one thing he said that painting kept him from going crazy. Yeah. Painting kept him his sanity because he knew he didn't shoot anybody. And painting kept him sane till he got his day in court. Yeah. The fight doesn't stop now, you know. For his part, the vindicated Valentino Dixon quickly steps from inmate to advocate. I have a bigger fight, and the fight is to help those that's, in New York State has the, most, the worst sentencing laws in the country. You know, and I'm going to be fighting to help those that's still locked up that should be out. You should move. You know, um, you know, the prison rhetoric with the mass incarceration needs to stop, and we need to come out with a solution on how to, you know, render justice for those that's poor. Because if you don't have any money in this system, it's hard to get justice because the system is not equipped or designed to give a poor person a fair trial. So we have a lot of work ahead of us, and I've been doing a lot of, you know, uh, hard work myself. What was it like having, having to be in prison all that time and not and knowing you didn't do it? Well, one thing, one thing, right, is that my faith is strong and that God always, he tests all of us. You know, God tests all of us and that you never know what the test is going to be or how long that the test is going to last. You just got to hang in there. Uh, yeah. While you were in prison, the, the drawings and the sketches right. and the golf courses, how important to that was you? How, how therapeutic was that? Well, what did that mean to the you? drawing actually, actually gave me, I was on borrowed time, I would like to say. Because if you don't have something to keep you motivated, to keep you going, you know, then you, you can easily give up. You know, God was, you know, always there for me. But when the golf came involved, it gave me some extra push to my spirit. So how did all this go down? It's been months and months of legal wrangling. The bottom line is that, is that Lamar Scott went into court today and pled guilty to this crime. Orchestrated by the office of Erie County District Attorney John Flynn. He pled guilty to manslaughter in the first degree for the shooting of Toriano Jackson. He pled guilty to assault for the shooting of his brother, Aaron Jackson, and he pled guilty to assault for the shooting of John Sullivan. In addition to that, Mr. Dixon, his proceeding was after that. Let me end here with Mr. Dixon, all right? Mr. Dixon is not an innocent man. Don't, let, don't, don't be misguided in that at all, okay? Mr. Dixon is innocent of the shooting and of the murder for what he was found guilty of. But Mr. Dixon brought the gun to the fight. It was Mr. Dixon's gun. He is guilty of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, and that charge was not vacated today. The only charge, the charge that were vacated from Mr. Dixon were the murder charge, the attempted murder charge, and the one assault charge. Those were charges that were vacated today for Mr. Dixon. And I'll also say this. If Mr. Dixon had told the truth about what happened 27 years ago, we wouldn't be here today probably. Mr. Dixon insisted all along 
I was in the store the whole time. I mean, I was there in the scene, okay? I was in the store. I was there buying a beer. I wasn't outside. I had nothing to do with nothing. If Mr. Dixon would have said 27 years ago, all right, I didn't do the shooting here. Lamar Scott did the shooting, but I brought the gun, and Lamar Scott used my gun for the shooting. We wouldn't be here today. It's unfortunate, obviously, and I, I, I believe I did the right thing in letting Mr. Dixon out of jail because he was not guilty of the murder charge. He's been in jail now for 27 years. He should have been let out of jail on August 20th, 2011, because if you take the five and a half years to 16 years that he got on the unrelated charges that he was in jail for at the time of this murder, and you put them together with the five to 15 he got for the gun charge, that's 10 and a half to 31 years. WBEN's Mike Baggerman was in the courtroom, both courtrooms, uh, as all of this action went down uh, just yesterday. Mike, uh, th- the first case was how it all began, and that was the the uh, the taking of the the guilty plea in the uh, original shooting death. Yeah, that's it's kind of how the process works. You can't have a man exonerated without somebody essentially filling his spot. So Lamar Scott. Uh, he went in there, he pled guilty to the murders, and then there was about a 30-minute wait in between the time that Scott was escorted out by authorities and when Valentino Dixon was ushered in. It was a very quick process for both of them. Uh, the exoneration, I want to say it lasted maybe five or ten minutes, but there was a lot of family and friends of Dixon's uh, that were in the gallery of the downstairs area of the Erie County Courts, and the moment that the charge, or rather the conviction was overturned the the gallery just erupted people ecstatic that he would become a free man after 27 years so they used that basement courtroom for the big cases as you are well aware from from covering many court court items both of these activities took place in the in the larger yes uh the the that downstairs courtroom area like you said it's used for a lot of the major stories and essentially the reason why is because uh it's the largest you can fit, I want to say, maybe 50 to 75 people in that gallery area, whereas the other courtrooms, you can fit maybe half of it. So, yeah, a couple major stories all taking place all in the same area of the Erie County Courts. Even the most obscure court cases, as you know, can be emotional. You know, you watch family members react and, uh, you know, you can get caught up in the moment. I would imagine that uh, certainly the second, the exoneration, it had to be extremely emotional. You know, it it was because there was a lot of of family. Think about it like this. Uh, When Valentino Dixon went to prison, he had a four-month-old daughter. He's been now released and he's finally getting to see his daughter who's now 27 and a half years old for the first time ever as a free man he's also meeting his grandson for the first time ever it's a whole new experience for everybody valentina dixon's daughter who uh, is the mother of the grandson also you know she she was emotional but think of the whole new world that the guy has to live in now because uh you know he doesn't know what a cell phone is his daughter said that he wants to teach him what snapchat is he probably has no idea what that means. Right. And his, his mom, as we just heard from, uh, you know, very emotional, too. So emotional that she said she had no words. Yeah, she uh, she had Betty Jean Grant next to her uh, after the courtroom, after we all, uh, you know, left the room there. She was speechless. She she literally said, I, I can't say anything. She But it was in a good way for her because she was so ecstatic. Uh, Betty Jean Grant, former Erie County legislator, she was speaking on behalf of her. Um, just an emotional moment for the entire family. Attorneys from uh, Georgetown University coming all the way up from 
uh, down there just just to fight in this case. A lot of national reporters were there too, and I say a lot. It was Golf Digest because interesting, I know. Yeah, because Dixon, as as you probably know from reading the stories that a lot of people are aware of, during his spare time, which he had a lot of it in prison. He spent all that time drawing, and it was featured on Golf Digest. That really gave him a high profile. And it was interesting, you know, when when the case was uh, when everything was ended, uh, the DA, uh, you know, uh, took questions from you guys, and you know, he made it very clear that uh, that this this guy Valentino Dixon is not an innocent man in his eyes. No, not at all. Because the way that it went down, I, I won't get into the full forty minute press conference that the DA went over, but to summarize it, on uh, August tenth, nineteen ninety one. There was an incident by the Louis uh, Hot Dog Restaurant on Bailey in East Delvin. Flynn said that it was Dixon who brought an automatic weapon to the to the area the day the shooting happened, or the night, morning that it happened. And it was actually Lamar Scott who took the gun, fired the rounds, but Scott lied about that. The fact that, you know, he wasn't even there. He said he was in the restaurant buying a beer. That's what the DA had said. When in actuality, if he had admitted to owning the gun, he would have just faced a criminal weapons charge. He would have been put in jail for, you know, 20 some odd years, whatever it was. But because he lied about it, then they pinned the murder on him. They eventually found the evidence that, okay, there was it it wasn't Dixon who did the murder. So that's why he was exonerated. But he's not a guilty man. He was still convicted of the weapons charge. So he loses the murder, uh, attempted murder and assault charges, but keeps the weapons charge. So he would have only spent seven years less in jail. This one becomes a TV show at some point, don't you think? A movie, a TV show? I mean, it's really... I imagine. You know, this was such a high-profile thing, Uh, you know, especially here in 2018. You know, there's a lot of this rhetoric, which Dixon had mentioned afterwards about mass incarceration. And Yeah, he's become an advocate of sorts, or or wants to be. So, yeah, definitely. I can see it becoming, uh, you know, maybe not a dateline thing, but definitely a, a feature on some show down the line. All right. Well, great coverage, and I know a lot of it was picked up by uh, some of the national media, so thank you so much. Yeah, of course. WBEN's Mike Baggerman covering the Valentino Dixon exoneration. And we're back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.